In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place. Welcome to Destination Delicious. I'm Jennifer Biggs, and today I have in the studio with me the Vice President of Marketing for Memphis and May, Robert Griffin. That's right. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, hello, Robert. It's It's been so long since I've seen you. I know. Just a, a couple of days since we were at the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest, wrapping that up successfully, despite the rain at the end. But uh, it, was a, it was a great event. Well, I mean, that, that really wasn't much rain. I mean, we've had more, that's for sure. And a little bit of rain dampens things down. But I know this one got a little bit dangerous. Yeah, so. we had some lightning and some and a lot of lightning in the area and some strong winds, almost 60 miles an hour winds that toppled several of the tents in the park. But fortunately, we had evacuated everybody just in time. We got the award ceremony in. We were able to announce that Tuffy Stone is the new world champion at the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest. And then we got everybody out. And fortunately, it was just in time because uh, minutes later, the uh, storm blew through and knocked over several of the tents, but uh, nobody was harmed and uh, everybody got their cookers out. I lost my pool umbrellas too. I will tell you that. But right. <laughs> you got to remember to put those things down. And I've seen pe- pictures of people uh, having theirs posted on Facebook. So I think there's a run on umbrellas right now. I'm That's right. I have to replace that soon. Um, it's, speaking of barbecue, and we're here to talk about Celebrate Memphis. We want right. to talk about our big picnic coming up right. on Saturday. But while I was at barbecue, I went, as I always do on Thursdays, to Big Bob Gibson's tent for yeah. their Thursday Pie well, we, call, we call it pie. I know. Yeah, it's pie night to everybody else. It's cornbread salad night oh my for goodness. me. That was the first time I'd had their cornbread salad. It was amazing. And I, I was able to get the recipe from them. I'm going to have to make that this summer. Well, did okay, I have the recipe from them and it's going it'll be in the paper attached to this uh this podcast. Oh my gosh. But did you get all Carolyn's tips? That's what I need to know. No. Because, okay, then you don't have the recipe. I oh have the goodness. recipe. You will have it. I because will have anybody it. will right. have it. Okay, good. Yeah. You don't even have to forget the recipe. Just just do what Carolyn says. She's right. the one and Y'all have to make this. All these recipes that people have sent me for the, uh, for, you know, they sent recipes yeah, in. So we've had a contest. So right. send in a recipe and that gets you uh, an entry into the drawing for uh, tickets at the Daily Muffin end of the, the big picnic table we're going to talk about. Um, and, and they all look great. But this cornbread salad, people, you have to make it. I ate more of that than I did of their barbecue. And their championship, I mean, championship winning barbecue. And I ate more of their cornbread salad than I did of their barbecue. I will say that I think that the ribs they had there are the best ribs I've ever tasted. I didn't they, even have the ribs. They, if they went into ribs, I think ribs might actually win again. <laughs> that's because right. we were just talking about how long it's been since ribs have been. That's right. Uh, it's a whole hog team or a shoulder team that's won the last couple of years. It's been like the last 15 yeah. years, right? And hadn't seen a rib winner in several years so yeah, yeah. yeah we'll have to convince him that maybe he needs to cross over into a different category or maybe he can enter both categories we'll have to see if we can get him convince him to do both categories well somebody told me about some kind of uh tricky thing they pulled some year where they'd split their team and put part of their team in whole hog and part of their team under a different name in ribs and both did very well wow i don't think anybody won but i don't think it was i mean i don't think tricky as in underhanded right. just, just like we want to see how we do in see. this well you know the the seafood prize that they won during the anything but category mm-hmm. that was his sons that competed that that won that they were the ones who did the cooking chris lily's sons 
cooked and won that. So they were really excited to have that next generation. And you see this in a lot of teams where it's that next generation who's coming up right. who are now starting to win some of those awards. So it was really exciting for them as the big Bob Gibson team who has, has won so many awards over the years to now have their next generation of cookers coming along and winning now. I think they took third in the seafood category and anything but. And, uh, third, and they were really excited about the opportunity that here's his you know, 16 you know, teen sons uh, winning at the World Championship Barbecue. Well, that's just contest. great. I mean, it is. I mean, barbecue is a lot of fun. We, we had some heartwarming stories this year. There's always right. something that comes out of it. That's kind of nice to think of a multi-generational team. Absolutely. And then we had Cackle and Oink that had, you know, the big wreck, and everyone came together to make sure they still got yeah. to compete. Supplied them with cookers, and, supplied them with utensils and tools and meat and everything so that they could still compete. And they were just excited to be there. And, and it's just to see that, as we talked about before, the brotherhood of barbecue coming right. together and being and, able to help these guys out and help a fellow competitor out. These guys could knock you off out of the competition, but they still want to make sure that they're there to compete. Well, that was really cool to see. I thought that uh, when um, uh, Vogel, well, Aaron Vogel, who is a cackle and oink, mm-hmm. he's on, he's part of Operation Barbecue Relief, right. which is a group that goes into uh, wherever a natural disaster, or I guess any kind of yeah. disaster, but you know, yeah. natural disasters will strike. They'll go in and they'll they'll mobilize and they'll feed people. They'll f- get out, they'll bring the smokers right. and they'll feed the emergency crews. They'll feed people who are People that out are of their displaced. Homes. Right. Yeah. People that are displaced by the storms. In, in, a lot of times in Houston, you saw those guys when Harvey, Houston had those flooding, right. all that flooding that came through. Those uh, barbecue relief teams were down there cooking for the first responders, cooking for the displaced uh, citizens all throughout the area, throughout Texas, New Orleans, all that area where they were cooking for all those people. And it's millions of meals that they're serving every almost, year. Almost three million meals yeah. since... And uh, you don't since, hear a word about these guys. Well, it, and we always say a little something, but you're right. We, there's not enough about them. Mm-hmm. But that's something that, uh, that Aaron said. He said, you know, I've always been on that end of it. I've never been right. on the end receiving it. And it makes me see how how uh you know how close this community is yep. or something to to that effect yep and, and how meaningful that is it. to see these guys you know right. be res- be able to give from the heart to be able to donate to these other people in need well barbecue barbecue is wonderful i could right. talk barbecue all the time us. but barbecue's done and, and now we are getting ready to celebrate memphis for the final event of memphis in may Correct. 2019 and I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to promise everybody listening that this is a finale like Breaking Bad, not a finale like, like Game, Game of, of Bones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> not Game of Bones. Game of Bones with barbecue. That's right. Yes, that was such a, that it is, we're still sad over that, but <laughs> it's a six feet under finale. So this is going to be a great thing. You have the biggest fireworks display in the Mid-South, it, yeah. The ever, Mid-South's largest right? fireworks display, yeah, because of the, and our friends Kevin Kane and Memphis Tourism, those guys stepped up with uh, some funds for the fireworks display. Another cool feature that we've added to this is a lighted drone show, and if it if you watched the opening, I think it was the opening ceremony for the Olympics in Korea a couple of years ago, they had a drone show over the Olympic opening ceremonies. And it's not obviously not going to be that large, but it's going to be oh, a long, be it's Olympic not Olympic large. size, no, <laughs> but FedEx stepped up and sponsored this it one. And there then. was a lot of money that was put into this to, to for this drone show. And it is going to be first rate. It just won't be Olympic sized. Um, but it's, it's really going to be spectacular to see. If you haven't seen, these drones are probably large enough to fit in, in two hands. So it's not mm-hmm. we're talking about those big drones that you see military use or even the four propeller sized drones that you see, you know, these aren't even day, like Amazon sized drones. No, 
No, these are just, exactly. These are little small drones that they use, and there's probably 60, 70 of them that are flying in formation, and they form different shapes and words and things in the sky over the Mississippi River. So we've given them a number of different symbols that they put together. I bet one of those words will be FedEx. I can't leak I mean, any secrets. You just, said but, that you just said they sponsored it. So I'm gonna, but I, I, that doesn't mean anything. I, think that, I hope that they get their name there. Uh, <laughs> There's so, probably a pretty good chance, yeah. W- will there be somebody there actually controlling the drones? Yes. So it's done from, it's done on location. Correct, yeah. Okay. And, and actually, they're going to launch from that south, that south tip of Mud Island mm-hmm. and fly over towards Tom Lee Park. And the, the show is going to happen over the river. So not over the park, but over the river from that south tip of Mud Island. And that's also where the fireworks are going to launch from. We'll have a barge positioned off the south tip of Mud Island, and that's where the fireworks will launch from. So it's going to be a spectacular show because it's also going to be bookended by the Mighty Lights show on the Hernando de Soto Bridge and the Harahan Bridge. So the Mighty Lights going on either end, the lighted drone show, and then the uh, Mid-South's largest fireworks show as the finale. But even leading up to those things throughout the day, there's a lot of different things for people to see and do and experience in Tomley Park. Gates open at 3, and one of the things to remember is that this is a free event, so there's no reason not to come down. On top of that, not only is it free, but you can bring your food and drinks from home. Mm-hmm. Bring a cooler. Bring a picnic basket. If you've got dietary sensitivities, you don't have to worry about it because you can pack your own lunch and bring it down. If you've got a big family and you just don't want to spend that much money at the concession stands, fine. Pack a bowl full of potato salad and a bucket of fried chicken and bring them on down anyway because you can feed them with whatever you want in the park or sit with us at the Daily Memphians end of the table. Well, we are going to have an end of the table. So this table, first of all, here's what what's going on here is we're going in the Guinness Book of World Records That's with right. a table that is over 1,300 feet long. 1,334 feet long. That's, as you often say, it's about four, four football, football fields. fields. So that is that is a very long table, which is not even together yet. It's going to be, it, it will be Friday, right. though. Friday it gets put together. I mean, it's, we were in the warehouse. It's it's in pieces. Yeah, we've, we've pre-assembled be, some right. of the pieces, so that way we can just take those pre-assembled pieces down there and then just start putting them all together as one table. So some of the, the the legs of the table are together. Some of the table tops mm-hmm. are built. So it's just a matter of, you know, they've been pre-drilled. So it's a matter of uh, putting them all together and making it happen at this point. Well, the, it will happen. We know that. So on right. on Friday, it's all going to be put together. It'll be ready for everyone on Saturday. So here's here's how it works. Like Robert said, you get there at 3 o'clock. Gates open at 3 o'clock. It's free. Music starts at 3 o'clock. Food trucks are set up. There's some cool stuff that kids can do. He's going to tell you more about that because I, I do think that's kind of neat with the playing with the instruments and, and all that sort of stuff. And then around five, the Daily Memphian will have a tent at the south end mm-hmm. of the picnic table. Right, yeah. and, and also we're going to have some reserved seating at the south end of the table. So there will be some tickets that are going to be given away and everybody will know probably by the time you hear this podcast, you'll know if you've gotten tickets. But even if you didn't win tickets, which tickets come with like some, you know, free uh, coupons to go to the food trucks too. And you're officially there, but there's a, 1300 feet left of table you can go you can still sit by us or you can sit someplace else because we have to have people around the whole table to qualify for the record right exactly right this can't just be a table i've joked before that it's not just you the the table has to have a lot of people sitting at table is not right it's not just some some lonely guy with a lot of lumber and a lot of time on his hands who builds this really long table so sad you gotta have people you gotta have he has to have friends to come sit at his long picnic table and that's what we've got here so 1,300 feet worth of picnic table means I'm going to have to have more than 1,000 people come sit at that table with us. 
<laughs> so you've got a few coming with your destination dining friends with sitting with the Daily Memphian. Right. That means we've got to have a few more of their friends come sit with their friends who bring their friends to help us fill up this table. There because is no pressure here. That's but right. But everybody listening, bring a friend you and have show a friend up. bring a friend and a friend and a friend. That's, That's right. Because if, if we fall just a little bit short, we're blaming it on you, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you looking at me? I thought we were talking to them. That's right. <laughs> Somebody out there is in trouble. That's, That's right. We're, we're like is. one person yeah. short. Thanks a lot. Not going to happen. No, we're we'll, we're, we're going we'll to have plenty of people here to sit down. And that's what's really cool is the, is the amount of excitement that's building around this event already. Right. And and that's I'm surprised how many people are excited about this table. There's so many things that are going to be happening in the park, but everybody's talking about the picnic table because it's really cool for us to be in the Guinness Book of World Records on our 200th birthday. And and just I think a lot of people are kind of wrapping their minds around the idea that symbolism that we talked about of having all the communities of Memphis sitting together around one table enjoying a meal together in a time where there's so much division, whether it's across the country, around the city, whatever it is. And here's everybody coming together and just sitting down and putting it out all behind you and just enjoying a meal together in a beautiful setting like Tomley Park. And honestly, what you should do, I mean, you should, if you don't want to mess with the picnic, that's fine. You can, you, but you can bring your own booze, but you can't bring your bottles, but you can bring your own cocktails or cans or boxes or whatever, right? right? Just no bottles. Um, but you should, you should get with your friends and you should plan, okay, I'm going to bring somebody some people would send recipes and some people would say this is what we do for a picnic and i loved one it was gus's fried chicken pimento cheese and then some kind of dessert scones and i thought man that just sounds like a simple easy picnic and right. all that you know take a, a bottle of wine and there you go that's a that's a great thing uh but get get it together and and you know come sit down there, and if bring something to sit on on the ground, they can bring uh, chairs and blankets and stuff. This is right? this is the rare occasion when we'll let not only let people bring in food and mm-hmm. drink outside food and drink, we'll also let them bring in a lawn chair this time because it is a f- very family friendly event. Um, we want people just to come together and just enjoy a relaxing time down by the river and in celebrating the city of Memphis and what's great about the city of Memphis, having everybody just kind of come together and enjoy this beautiful park. And it's the three things that we talk about that symbolize Memphis. Those are the same three things that symbolize Memphis in May, the Mississippi river, mm-hmm. great music, and great food, specifically barbecue. And that's what, another opportunity for us to you know, recap all three of those things. We've got five stages set up in Tom Lee Park on the Mississippi River playing a variety of Memphis music. Our headliners are Lucero and Al Capone. So Al also Capone got, at lunch today. And I'm sure he's excited. I know he's already excited mm-hmm. about this weekend. He's ready to be out there, and he's ready to get this celebration of Memphis going as much as he loves this town. But then you've also got things like uh, the, the New Ballet Ensemble, who are going to be performing right. Opera Memphis, um, and just a variety of other local acts who will be performing on five different stages. So there's something for everybody. If you think about that, from Lucero and Al Capone to the New Valley Ensemble, Opera Memphis, come on, there's got to be something that you can find that you'll enjoy. And then there's activities for kids. We've got a cornhole tournament. So oh, that's as right. you know, it, people you, love, they love cornhole at barbecue. It's because it's a, just a relaxing kickback with your friends kind of game. Okay, do you know how to play? I, I mean, I, I get the perp, I get the, yeah, you get the idea behind do, it, but yeah, you just get out there and throw that bag and see if it goes in and who cares, you know, is there's, there any, skill or is this just total luck? I, I'm sure it's there's some skill to it. Okay. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of luck involved. I've never yes. played, I guess. Especially I, depending on how many more drinks you have well, you know, from your box wine, is there's a little yeah, bit more I luck mean, involved yeah, at that point. How often you hit the box. <laughs> That's right. You know, but so there's there's activities for the kids. Like we talked about the, the Ford family zone mm-hmm. is there. And so there's going to be different activities for the kids. They call it a, a musical petting zoo. I know that sounds bizarre, but it's an opportunity for kids to just experiment with different instruments that they get to play with that, you know, you probably wouldn't allow them to 
play in the house because that's making so much noise. I'm trying to watch Wheel of Fortune, yeah. those kind of things. <laughs> so, you know, this kind of stuff is, is what we've got opportunities for the kids to just get involved and have a good time in this big park that we've got that we can enjoy. Um, there's also this global community expo, which we have. And this is a great chance because each of these um, stations, it's some of those local uh, ethnic groups like the, uh, the Polish American Society who are so involved in Memphis. When, when Memphis and May saluted Poland right. a few years back in 2015, mm-hmm. um, they got so involved with that. Well, they're going to be back and they're going to have their own station set up at this Global Community Expo, allowing people to try some Polish food. They're going to be dressed in Polish, traditional Polish uh, garb. And then you've got groups from the uh, local Iranian American group, the Filipino group in, in Memphis, mm-hmm. the um, Chinese group in Memphis. So just different groups that people may not have any idea that we had such a diverse city. And this is a chance to come down and find out how many other ethnicities make up the city of Memphis now. We're no longer just a black and white community. It's a very diverse community. And we, this is a chance to celebrate that diversity across um, this, uh, the global community expo that we have in the park. And find come, out more and about come it. together at the table. Exactly. Because sit next to a neighbor that you sit next to. I mean, join us, please. But sit next to people you don't know, too. It's a chance people to get to know these people and find right. out more about them and find out more about what's going on around our city. Each of those uh, ethnic groups that will be represented there will have food for sale so that you can try some of their cuisine, whether it's Indian or Ethiopian or Iranian or Israeli. Uh, all of these different cuisines will be for sale at each of those booths. So that's a great opportunity to experiment with different cuisines that are living here in Memphis. This is going to be a great day. This is a super event. This is this maybe something that you should uh, do the last uh, Saturday of every May. Who knows? We'll see how it goes first. Well, oh, come on. It's going to be great. <laughs> it is going to be great. We're, and frankly, great. we're very excited about yeah. this. And it's, like I said, it's really cool just to see how the excitement has built around this event. Because when we first announced that we were going to celebrate Memphis instead of another country, I think people kind of looked at us sideways and went, what? You're going to do what? You know, because that's such a break. But 42 years we've been honoring another country. And this right. year, for the first time in 43 years, we're now s- saluting Memphis. You know, because people ask me, so what country is it? I said, Memphis. Memphis isn't a country. I know, but this is our bicentennial. And what a great opportunity for us to honor the, the mm-hmm. rich culture and history of our own hometown instead of the culture and history of another country on the occasion of its bicentennial. And let's make this a birthday celebration that we'll never forget. And a that's the idea behind it. A huge birthday party. A huge birthday party right. with a lot of candles at the end that are exploding over the Mississippi River in the form of the Mid-South's largest fireworks show. Oh, Robert, you're going to need a really big cake. I am going to need a big you're cake. You're going to need a big so cake. So you better start baking. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, you don't want me baking. <laughs> I would your, cook for you, but So you we've got recipes baking. for the picnic now. Yeah. Start asking for cake recipes, birthday cake recipes. That'll be the next one. Yeah, well, we should just tell everyone, bring a birthday cake and line them all down the middle. Down of the, the middle of the world's largest okay, but picnic table. we're not table. telling you to do that. Don't do that. Don't everyone. <laughs> it's too late to do that now. We should have right. done that earlier. We can do that for birthday. Day 2000, uh, 201, right? That's right. It'll, it'll keep going. Well, I think I'm really excited about the fireworks. I'm really excited about the food, particularly the international food. That sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. The, really, this whole month has been a great Memphis in May. I think that, uh, you know, a little rain, things happen, but nothing, but everything went off well, didn't it? It did. I mean, it seems to me it has. With Beale Street Music Festival, as part of that celebration of Memphis, with Beale Street Music Festival, we had nearly 40% of our lineup. We have 66 artists in the lineup this year. Mm-hmm. 40% of those almost were from Memphis or had Memphis heritage. Like uh, uh, William Bell, who's not from Memphis, but he spent his entire career recording at Stax. Right. He made his name here in Memphis. So guys like that, then you got locals like uh, Liz Brown. Asher, for example, who, uh, you know, she, man, she's got a powerhouse vocals. And it was just great to hear, see and hear her at Beale Street Music Festival. And then we sell out on Sunday 
of Beale Street right. Music Festival. And on Saturday, we brought fail- Facebook to Memphis. No, How it, incredible which, was which that? Which stayed through barbecue, too. Yeah, so. and Facebook came back right. for the World Championship Barbecue Cooking right. Contest. So the fact that Memphis now is not only celebrating its bicentennial and getting that much attention, but the fact that Facebook was here to put Memphis on a global stage with this new national campaign, hashtag more together, and they focused on the fact that, once again, Memphis events, Memphis in May events like Beale Street Music Festival and then the Barbecue Contest are bringing people together to do more. And how many... The fact that we had 226 teams cooking at the contest this year and the fact that we had a sold-out Sunday this year at Beale Street Music Festival, the fact that we've got so many more people who showed mm-hmm. up to the barbecue event this year because the weather was fantastic right up until the end. The weather was still fantastic. It was a great week to be in Tom Lee Park, and I think that's going to be reflected when we get those attendance numbers. We'll be announcing those in August to uh, with our annual report to let everybody know how well Memphis and May did this year and what the economic impact was from Memphis and May's events on the city of Memphis. And in August, when you announce that, you will also be announcing next year's Honored Country. So there yes. will be, we'll be going back. It won't be Memphis again next year. It won't be. be. Some, We're going back to, a, to honoring a country. And that the ambassador of that country was actually here for barbecue. He was a, a guest judge. Which country is that? A great question. <laughs> You'll find out in a couple months. What language do they speak in that country? <laughs> they also they do speak English. Oh, do they? Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, it's one of the languages the, they speak. There, there's a, there's a little hint there. Not only, <laughs> <That's> that only <laughs> this guy spoke English. Anyway, that's right. You know that much, right? That's right. And, you know, the other cool thing, as we talk about the people who came to the barbecue event, uh, I don't know if you saw him. Did you see Bo Jackson in the park? I did not see him, but I did know. I didn't see Dave Grohl either. Dave, Dave I mean, Grohl kept either. a pretty low profile this year. I know, Last I year, he was kind of wandering him, around, right. getting some selfies taken. He, he was cool with that. This year, he kept a pretty low profile and just kind of hung out in the, the team space the whole time. But he was, again, it was great to have him back. And he sponsored the team that he had hung out with last year. This year, the Foo Fighters actually stepped up and sponsored the team that for them were, to compete were this year. Were all the Foo Fighters here? No, just oh, okay, Dave. Just, just Dave. Dave. The other guys okay. were in New Orleans. All right. Um, but uh, Bo Jackson was here uh, promoting some of the, right. this, this new uh, I think it's called Bo Jackson's Beefer. It's a steak cooker. And yeah, I had some, some of that cute. beef. What it was, was it? really it would, good. It wasn't Bo Nose. They didn't, it, it was something else besides, uh, oh, what was it? I didn't see that. I was too busy eating the steak that, that he was cooking. But it was just hmm. really cool to have so him you got, in the park. you met him? I did meet him, and we, he, he we was share, also a we guest share judge. A birthday. I should have gone to say it. You should have. I should have said yes. it. What are the chances of that? that That's like right. 365, one in 365. Exactly. Are the exact chances of that. Uh, well, look, it's always nice to talk to you. I could, We could sit here and we could just talk forever. But we have. I think we've gotten the point across that this is on Saturday. You want to be on the river. It's a great event. You don't want to miss it. It's, you don't. Uh, it's the birthday celebration, 200 years in the making. Well, how can you miss that? If, if Be there or be square. Right. right. And it won't be disappointing like other finales. No, it won't be. The finale be. to Memphis this, in May is never disappointing like no, other finales. This is gonna, it's going out with a bang. It is. It, a big bang. A big bang. That's, That's right. the Mid-South's largest fireworks celebration. Speaking of, there, I think that that was a, the series finale. I don't watch that show, but I think that Big Bang also had a series finale. I don't know how that one turned out because I don't watch it. So. It's a great show. I loved it. But I know I did like waste eight years of my life on Game of Thrones. So <laughs> not that I don't, I, didn't, I don't mind all of it, but that ending. Oh, please. Robert, thank you. And uh, thank you. I will see you Saturday. I'll be there. I hope that everyone else will as well. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from The Daily Memphian anywhere you get podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Eat Drink Memphis and keep up with our monthly events at dailymemphian.com slash delicious. 
For the Destination Delicious Podcast, I'm Jennifer Biggs. In-depth journalism in the Memphis community, The Daily Memphian is of Memphis, not just in Memphis, and seeks to tell the stories of this city. TheDailyMemphian.com. Truth in place.